The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. Give the Lord a mighty hand. It's done. It is done. Okay. It is done. It just happened. You don't realize it. Your water has just turned into wine. He may not be able to turn your fat into fine, but he can turn your water into wine. And everybody said, our Lord will say amen to that. Amen. Please be seated wherever you are. I sense the power of God in the room this morning. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up, up across this room. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mahando ne Mariande Lambrova Kanda Labrose Dengre Kele Batasa do Kuruba. E na Mahando Lembroso Mbrakaye. Iranando Riaraboso Kunda Labonde Rebasa Kaye. Ende na Mahando Raka Irende Remoso Cobra de Bosatata. Ale Mohondo Rekene Masakra Moyende Lebrova Sekendambron de la Barebeseteke. Even right now, as you're sitting in this room, the Lord's moving things around for you. Things are coming together. It'll be so quick that it's going to make your head spin. That's what the Lord wants you to know. It's going to be so quick that it'll make your head spin. Your head's going to start spinning. Your head's going to start spinning. You'll feel like a Mack truck hits you because you don't, you don't know what happened. And you'll just be so dazed by the goodness of God. You'll just look and like, is this really happening to me? It, it, is this real? What, what's going on right now? The people around will look at you and say, what's going on? Ezekiel 37. The Lord took a hold of me and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord replied, you will know, know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones. This morning I've been sent here to speak a prophetic message over your life. I'm here, let me repeat that again. 
I've been sent here to speak a prophetic message over your life. Today, as I was praying, the Lord spoke to me and told me that even as the words come out of my mouth this morning, things will begin to come together so quickly. It will be so quick. You're not even ready for this morning. And this evening, I'm going to do part two of this. Obviously, I can't get everything through today. <clears throat> and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Before events, Reinhard Bonnke passed away. I had the great honor and opportunity of spending the whole day with him, two months before he passed away. And he said something that was so powerful that, that hit me like a sledgehammer. He said to me, God's word in his mouth is just as powerful as God's word in your mouth. I'll say that again. God's word in his mouth is just as powerful as God's word in your mouth. So today what I'm speaking over your life is God's word. What I'm speaking is exactly that which heaven is saying over your life. And I'm not, I'm not here as a mere man with words of intellect, but everything that I say to you this morning comes from heaven. For this morning, I speak the oracles of God. And everything I speak this morning shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones. Listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I'll put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. Right now, you may not realize that there's a shaking taking place. There's a shaking that's happening in America and a shaking happening in your life. Even the past couple of weeks, you've almost noticed that there's everything that you thought you knew is being shaken. In your family, in your home, in your finances, everything that's going on around you. But let me tell you, it's not a bad shaking. It's a good shaking. God's getting rid of the things that are not supposed to be in your life to prepare you for what is to come. For what is to come is greater than anything that you've ever tasted. And the Lord told me to tell you this morning, your future is going to be so great that the pain of your past will dwindle into the pages of history. It will just be a story that you knew once upon a time. For what is to come is so great and so mighty. I'm telling you, you will look back and say, only God could have done this. And no man will be able to, 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 to take credit for anything that's going to happen in your life. No man. Because you have to understand, a lot of things have to be removed from your life and be pruned before God can have you step into the realms that he wants you to walk into. And a lot of, the, and, and a lot of times people like to hold on to certain things because there's an attachment to those things. Because it's what you wanted. But don't sit around and hold on to the things that you wanted 
Because what God has for you is greater. Either you can settle for the permissible will of God, or you can go for the perfect will of God. What you've been trying to hold on to is just the permissible will. What God is bringing into your life is the perfect will. But for that to happen, you need to let go of certain things in your life and say, I'm not going to hold on to it. Rather, I'm going to choose to follow the Holy Ghost. Because literally, your promised land is waiting on the other side of your decision. And that was a difference between Abraham and Lot. Lot looked and from a distance he saw a land built, Sodom and Gomorrah. He saw it and said, that's the place I want to be at. And that's why Abraham gave him the first pick. You pick what you want. And he went and picked what he wanted. But then what was Abraham left with? Barren land. Deserted land. But see, one thing Abraham knew. The promise, the blessing, and the covenant of God is upon my life. And it doesn't matter what I see before me. It might look like a barren land. But I do realize that my land that God's going to build is not what man built that, that Lot took. But the architect and the builder of what my land is going to look like is God and not any man. And when God builds your land, the foundations will be strong and will not be able to be shaken whatsoever. But most people only go after the things that they see that look beautiful from a distance. But what God has for you is greater than what you see right now. And God spoke to Abraham and said, now look. See, he could only say, now look, after Lot left. A lot of people in your life and a lot of things that are in your life are like the lots that stop you from stepping into the promise. It can be anything. But when the lot gets out of your life, the Lord said, look up now. Look to the north, the south, the east, and the west. I will give you all the land. You may not realize it right now, but God is going to give you the land that which he has promised you, and there's nothing that man can do to stop you from possessing that land. For the blessing of the Lord is what makes a man rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes you rich. And even right now, there's a shaking taking place in your life. But it's just a preparation for what is coming. And your leftovers will be greater than anything that anyone ever tried to steal from you. I promise you this, even in the next couple of days and the next six months, the bones will come back to its bone. 
What belongs to you will not go to someone else. What belongs to you will come back to you in the name of Jesus. Look, I'm going to put breath in you and make you live again. I'll put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I'll put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message. So I spoke this message. Just as he had told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as a complete skeleton. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones and skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and said, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these slain that they may live. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They're saying we've become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. As I've traveled across America, people have told me, well, our nation is finished. But let me tell you, therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says to my people. I will open up your graves of exile. I will, I, and I will cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And when this happens, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. And I'll put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. And you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done what I said. I have done what I said I would do. I have done what I have said that I would do. This morning, everything that was once dead in your life is coming back together. The Lord is going to wipe away every tear that you have ever shed. Your tears of pain will be turned into tears of joy. And you will look back and say, God, only you could have done this. Only you could have put this together. The family members that walked away from you will come running back to you. The finances that you lost are being restored to you. The health that the devil stole from you, God is going to make you strong one more time. He's going to give you good health and great wealth. You will have both in your life. You're not going to walk around like a defeated person. You're going to carry victory around you. The blessing of the Lord. Let me tell you, people, people confuse the blessing for prosperity and wealth. The blessing comes upon your life first. And then wealth follows the blessing. Open your Bibles with me. To Genesis 26. Verse 1. 
There was a famine in the land besides the first famine. It was the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Bema, the king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you, for to you and descendants I will give all these lands. And I'll perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I'll make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments and my statutes and my laws. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. God's will for your life is not just to be prosperous. His will for your life is to be very prosperous. Amen. Say with me, very prosperous. Very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servant had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and it filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. And that's what God's going to do in your life even in the next couple of weeks. He's going to make you so prosperous that you'll be very, very prosperous. And people will envy that which you carry upon your life. And you will continue to possess the land wherever you go in the name of Jesus. And I want you to understand, America is about to step into a place of great revival. And the shaking will be so great that it will open up the wells on every side, financially and spiritually. And we'll go hand in hand and we'll go together. And people have told me when I first came to America, well, miracles don't really happen in America the way it does. And we don't need another preacher to come to America. We have enough preachers out here in America anyway. But I said, I don't personally care. I'll come and preach anyway. Clearly, most of the preachers don't have any power. Amen. Because there's a lot of intellect and a lot of preaching of the word, so they say. But let me tell you something. When you preach the word, you can't but have power. You literally cannot separate the word from the power. Because the word and the power go hand in hand and together. I mean, I don't even understand these preachers that say, well, you know, we're more word people. And you guys are more power people. That doesn't really work that way. The word and the power go hand in hand. And there are people in this room that God's going to put his fire power upon your life. Where you will carry the fire for miracles, signs, and wonders. For great financial prosperity. And the Lord will use you to bring a shaking in Tampa and the surrounding areas of Florida in the name of Jesus. This morning, God is going to place a special anointing upon your life. And this evening, I'm going to do part two of this message. And I'm going to lay hands on everybody. And I'm going to anoint your head with oil this evening. It's going to be a special impartation service this evening. And I believe that everything that's holy, godly, and pure that God has placed upon my life will come upon yours. And revival is not something that just certain preachers need to carry or power that certain preachers need to carry. I want you to understand the power of God is for every single person in this room. Because without the anointing, you can't do one thing. You can't do one thing without the anointing. And unfortunately, a lot of times what happens is people get complacent. 
they start to think, oh, we've seen this all. We've felt it before. We know exactly what's going to happen. But the Bible doesn't say, behold, I'm about to do an old thing. Hello. Behold, is about to do a new thing. And I want you to understand something about that. What was will never be again. But what will be in America will never leave America the same. This final move of God is going to look nothing like the things of the past. What is coming is far greater. The realms of glory that we're about to step into are far greater than anything that you have ever imagined. But for what is to come, there are a lot of things that need to change on the inside of you. Like I was saying, the devil's not stupid. He knows exactly what he's doing. Those little things that you think are nothing, those little things he will use, not now. But when God takes you to a level where God wants you, he will use that against you to bring you down and bring many others down. But for revival to come, there are things that need, to get, that, that need to go away from our lives. So in that way, God can breathe upon everything that you're doing. This morning, I feel the power of God in the room. All you have to do is reach out and touch the hem of his garment. I feel that rattling in the room. Even now, you may not realize that miracles are already happening in the room. I can sense the Holy Ghost, my friend, walking in the room. The Holy Ghost is the breath of God. He's walking between the aisles. All you have to do is reach out and touch the hem of his garment. All you have to do is reach out and touch the hem of his garment. One of the most important things you have to learn is to place a demand on the anointing and get very specific with God. See, God never stopped moving. He's been moving for the past 2,000 years, and he has never stopped moving. John chapter 11, verse 17. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. 
but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Martha was literally saying, I believe in the Jesus of yesterday. And I believe in the Jesus of tomorrow. And that's like most Americans, they only talk about the revivals of old, the things that happened in the days of Catherine Kuhlman or A.A.L. and R.W. Shambach or whatever that happened in the 90s. But let me tell you this, he's not the great I was, nor is he the great I will be. He is the great I am. He coined that word for himself. I am that I am. His power has not diminished and he has not forgotten how to heal or create. Verse 28, and when she had said this thing, she went her way and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, the teacher has come and he's calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, she's going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench for he has been dead four days. Your situation may have a stench because it's been dead for a long time. And it looks like nothing can bring it back to life. But today, by the word and the breath of the Most High God, everything that was once dead is coming back to life in the mighty name of Jesus. I see your bone coming back to its bone in the name of Jesus. I see your family coming back together. The children that walked away from you are coming back to you. The husband or wife that walked away from you is coming back to you. There is a stench. Everybody can smell it and everybody can see it. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone of the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because the people are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus, come forth. I 
I want you to understand something. Thank God Jesus mentioned Lazarus' name. And if he had not, every dead person in the 10-mile radius would have come back to life. And I love this story, and I'll tell you why. Because I actually went to the tomb of Lazarus as a little boy. And it's not a straightforward tomb where you just walk into it. It actually has stairs that go all the way down to the crypt. Jesus didn't say, roll away the stone and bring Lazarus up here. All he said, Lazarus, come forth. And the man was bound head to toe. You know what happened? The word of the Lord went directly to the depth of the, de depth of the tomb. And it grabbed Lazarus by the grave clothes. And he pulled him up and put him right in front of the entrance. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Today as the word of the Lord goes, it's going to go to the depth of your situation. You won't have to do one thing. He will do it. And he will bring everything that was once dead back to life in the name of Jesus. Your Lazarus is coming forth today. You know why the joy hits you? Because the joy precedes your miracle. Lift your hands up to the Lord across this room. The fire of the Holy That's it. That's it. I hear the sound of the rattling of the bones.
That's the breath of God. Bringing things that were dead back to life. <laughs> and then upon their feet stood a great army. A great army. A great army. A great army. There are people in this room at this very moment. You're either deaf in one ear or both the ears. Or you have tinnitus or whatever. Just stand up quickly wherever you are. Deaf in one ear, both the ears, tinnitus, ear problems. Stand up quickly wherever you are. And I say stand up, you got to stand up quickly. When I say you're there, you're there. Quickly, stand up wherever you are. What's, what took you so long? Oh, sorry, you couldn't hear. I'm, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Anybody else, stand up quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You have a problem in your ears. You can't hear. Whatever it is, stand up quickly. And those, if they're deaf, help them out. They're deaf. They need to help them out. Amen. Even the people that have prayer requests, call right now and, and send your prayer requests in. I'm going to pray for all the prayer requests right now as well. Calls are coming from all over right now. Pensacola, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Namibia. Long Beach. Alabama. Melbourne. Orlando. New York City. San Antonio, Texas. Panama City Beach. Palestine. Wow. Columbus, Ohio. Florence. Daytona, Florida. Columbus. Belleville. Called from all over the world. Keep calling in. And all those who need a, who, who stood up for a miracle, come step forward here quickly right now. Tonight will be a big healing service. Amen. And then it's going to be a special anointing service as well. I'm going to lay hands on everybody. One volunteers, one person to stand behind one person over here. Brooke and Israel, come help me out.
One person stand behind one person. Now, quickly a few instructions. I need more volunteers. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to ask them which ear they cannot hear in. Go ahead, ask them which ear they can't hear in. Volunteers, one person stand behind one person. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, come stand right behind them. And I want you to stick your finger in their ear. Go ahead. Which ear? Ask them which ear, then stick. No, 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 not you. They will stick their, their finger in, in your ear. We need one more person over here. Okay. Now I'll ask you one question. Do you believe Jesus can heal you? Let me ask you again. Do you believe Jesus can heal you? Okay. Now as I pray for you, the power of God will come and touch you and he's going to heal you now. Your ears will pop open. Now listen to me carefully. Volunteers. Stick your finger in their ear till you hit the wax. Don't say, like, ew, it's so gross. I'll give you, like, hand sanitizer after. It'll be fine. When I pray, the ears are going to pop open. And after I pray, test their ears. If they couldn't hear, check up and test. Speak in their ears. Snap in their ear. Test them. Do what they, make them do what they couldn't do. And the minute you see their heal and their pain gone, the tinnitus gone, they can hear clearly, just bring them to the left side over here quickly. And we won't take long. It's going to be a quick thing. But... Need somebody over here as well, please? Lift your hands up to the Lord. Let me pray over you right now. Church, touch your hand towards these precious people. Now in the name of Jesus, Father, I know that you've heard me and that you always hear me. Now in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every foul spirit of infirmity. I thank you, Lord God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. You've anointed me to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, I command every deaf ear open. Receive the capacity to hear Even the people watching us around the world, be thou made whole. Eardrum, ear canal, receive the capacity to hear and hear me now. Use for of deafness, tinnitus, I command you, be thou removed. I speak for total wholeness. Even the people watching us around the world. Now in the name of Jesus. I command every blind eye open. Every deaf ear hear. Every cripple walk. Lungs, kidneys, bones. Be healed now in Jesus' name. I command that spirit of arthritis. Leave them and let them go. I command the tumors. Disappear without a trace. Complete wholeness and soundness. 
Be thou healed now. And the scripture is fulfilled in the hearing of the people. Jesus was moved with compassion, and he healed them all. Now I declare, you all have been healed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now go ahead, test their ears. Snap in their ears. Speak in their ears. Test them. Do what they couldn't do. Talk to them. Speak in their ear. The minute you see they're healed, their tonight is gone, their ear popped open, bring them to the left side over here quickly. Go ahead. Bring them to the left side. The minute they're healed, bring them to the left side over there. Over there, right over here, to the left side over here. The minute you're healed, your pain gone, the tinnitus gone, you can hear now, come to the left side over here. Left side over here. Quickly, 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 quickly. Quickly. To the left side. The minute you're healed, your pain gone, the tinnitus gone, you can hear now, bring them to the left side. Left side over there. I'm going to do this quickly. Look at all the people healed here this morning. Give the Lord a mighty hand, please. And the rest of you can go back to your seat. I'll pray for you tonight. Come back again tonight. Praise God. I'm Look at all the people healed here this morning. Amen. Can we get another mic for Brooke over there, please? We're not going to go into, like, how it happened, when it happened, just quickly. What happened in your ear? How the Lord healed you now, and then the next person. We don't have enough time to go through all the line of testimonies that we have here this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. And even those people that are healed right now that are watching us online, comment down below, call the phone lines, and tell us how Jesus healed you right now. God's doing miracles in your finance, in your home. Your bones are coming back together in this very moment. What happened over there? So about two weeks ago, about two, three weeks ago, when the uh, pollen started kicking up, and I just moved closer to the church and we got oak trees so I never had an allergy with oaks or anything and then all of a sudden I got some sinus problems and everything and then it lodged into my ear about two weeks ago and I haven't been able to hear anything out of my left ear and now it, what start, it started popping when I came in on the property today but then when when you called out uh, out the ear you know somebody over here with the ear I didn't quite hear you but then as and then you're like then you said somebody needs to stand up now. Then that's when I heard it. And then it started popping. And then I put my finger in my ear until somebody else got there. And as soon as he touched it, boom, it popped. Totally. You can hear it now? I can hear perfect Give the now. Lord a mighty hand. Now. God bless you. Go ahead. Bring the next person to testify quickly, please. Yes, ma'am, what happened to you? I've had problems with that ear since I was a little bitty kid. And now... It's much better. I can hear much better out of it, and it doesn't hurt anymore. Give the Lord a mighty hand. Father, I thank you. Heal it completely. In the name of Jesus, the power of God comes on you now. Be set free. 
What happened over there? Yes, uh, my ear's been blocked up for over a month. Doctors couldn't do anything, and I couldn't hear you very well today. And then I put my finger in my ear and pulled it out, and it was totally healed. Totally healed. I, I want to get back on the mission field, and uh, I need my ears, my eyes, my, my mouth, everything. And I thank the Lord Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Enjoy a miracle, Hallelujah. sir. God bless you. Go ahead. Next person, step forward over here, please. What happened over there? I used to get ringing in my ears, like, and I would lose hearing. And then I didn't think it was for me because, you know, I'm not totally um, yeah. deaf, but then I'll, I'll just stand up. And then when Pastor Jennifer touched my ears, I, it was all clear, both ears. Give the and Lord a mighty hand. Enjoy a miracle. Next person, step over here. What happened over there? Last month I was very sick, and, and ever since then I completely, my ears have been completely blocked up, and I've tried everything. I've put cleanser in it, I've, I've prayed over myself, and nothing has happened. And then as soon as I had my finger in my ear, I just felt the vibration of everything in my ear just vibrating and just releasing, and it just completely opened. <laughs> Enjoy a miracle. God bless you. Next person, step over here. I had a um, viral infection years ago, and it had damaged nerve in my left ear. And I had a hard time hearing um, some, and right now when one of the pastors prayed for me, she put and I felt the pop. And even right now I felt like, an, um, like tingling inside, something is happening. And I, I can hear it now well. Enjoy I mean, a miracle, God bless you. Next person, step over you. What happened to you? Uh, my left ear is like totally open now. I got hit with a softball when I was like 25 behind my ear and I lost a lot of um, different syllables or whatever you call that. And uh, today, when, when you were praying, I just felt like a bunch of liquid pouring out of my ear, and I can hear perfect now. Give the Lord a mighty hand and enjoy your miracle. What happened to you? I had tinnitus in both of my ears and some deafness in my right ear. And when she put her fingers in my ear, I felt like liquid going in my ears, and my ears are open. Give the Lord a mighty hand and enjoy your miracle. What happened to you? I had a flu about five years ago up in Canada, and when I, it, I got the blockage, like a cotton ball in my ear for all these years, and, and uh, now I can hear perfect. Amen. Enjoy your miracle. God bless you. Yeah, I've had tinnitus for probably over 50 years, and when I, he put his hands on my ears, I could feel heat coming in, and, and it affected it. That it's. It's still there, but it's, it's much slighter. It's noticeably slighter. So. Be gone now in Jesus' name. What happened over there? Yes, my left ear is open. It's healed. It was deaf before? Yes. How long? Years. Long time. Now it popped open? Yes. Put your finger in your right ear. You have good ear. Okay. Say what I say. Okay. Say Jesus. 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. Turn around, lady. Look over here. I'm all the way here. Are you happy? Enjoy your miracle. God bless you. Go ahead. Next person, step forward here quickly, please. What happened over there? Praise God. You know, I had a tumor, and then... The doctor did the surgery, and I couldn't hear out of my left ears. And then the throat here always feel blocked. But now the throat is cleared, and the ears is cleared. Enjoy your miracle. God bless you, man. And 
español. Por años he tenido sordera lado derecho. No podía oír bien. So for years uh, I couldn't hear out of my right ear. Y ahora que voy a regresar de vacaciones para California, según tenía uh, o tengo cita para el 20 de marzo de regreso, pero ya me siento bien, ya puedo oír del lado derecho. And then I was going to go to California. I had dates uh, March uh, 20th for vacation, but now I feel better. Le doy gracias a Dios. Yo estaba pidiendo por ello. He was, um, he, he couldn't hear on his right ear clearly. And um, now Jesus healed his right ear. Yeah. Enjoy miracle. God bless you, sir. Next one, step forward over here. Praise the Lord. Uh, when I was 18 years, I had a major surgery on my right ears. And if anyone speak on this side, I barely would hear them. But normally I hear from my left ear, so. Now what happened? Yeah, no, I could hear better. Now you can hear. Yeah. Give the Lord Almighty and enjoy your miracle. Next person, step forward here. What happened to you? Yes, uh, I'd say it was more age-related. I missed half the service because I, I learned to read lips. Um, but I heard everything. Once he put his fingers in my ear, everything he said. <laughs> I have macular degeneration and a scar in my eye. And it's starting to clear up. Enjoy a miracle. God bless you, sir. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Whenever you eye to be closed, the cross is open. Every head to be bowed right now. Every eye to be closed. Every head to be bowed right now. Tonight, I, this morning, I want to ask you a question. I want you to understand just because you're born in a Christian family doesn't make you a child of God. Everyone has to accept Jesus individually as their Lord and their Savior. This morning you saw these miracles right before your eyes. These miracles are just as real because there is a heaven to gain and there is a hell to shun. Heaven is real and hell is just as real as every miracle that you saw right in front of your eyes this morning. My friend, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and he wants to welcome you with open arms. What if today you put your head on the pillow and you breathe your last breath? Do you know where you're going? The decision of eternity is made here in a moment like this. Every miracle is a way of God getting your attention. Maybe once upon a time you were on fire for God, but slowly that, that fire died out because of secret sins and little things that crept up in your life and before you realize you found yourself far away from God and the things of God. But it's never too late to come back to Jesus. He welcomes you back with open arms. He loves you and he doesn't condemn you and he's willing to give you a brand new life. Don't say you'll wait another day. Don't say you'll wait another hour. Don't even say you'll wait another week. You don't know if you have a tomorrow. And this morning, the reason we actually call for an altar call, it's a way for you to humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. God can only save those who are humble of heart. And you make a public declara declaration to the Lord that you follow him from this very moment. And maybe the devil keeps lying to you and telling you you're not going to make it to heaven because of things of your past. 
but this morning you can make sure once and for all that you are making it to heaven. And even as you give your life to the Lord, everything that fell apart is going to come back together supernaturally. feel the power of God in the room right now. The Lord's speaking to many people. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. The sin that looks okay to you now one day will catch up to you. He's coming very quickly. This morning, if you say evangelist, I belong to one of the categories that you just called out, but I want you to pray with me, and I want you to pray for me. I want you to pop your hands up wherever you are across this room. Pick your hands high up, wave your hands high up, wherever you are in this room. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. In the balconies, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else on this side? Pick your hand up quickly. Quickly. Don't waste another moment. Don't waste another second. Pick your hand up wherever you are right now. And also put your hands up. Stand up quickly across this room. Stand up, 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 stand up. You put your hand up, stand up quickly. Quickly stand up wherever you are. Don't waste another moment. Stand up right now. Even the hands in the back that went up, stand up quickly. Don't wait another second. Don't wait another moment. Wherever you are, quickly. In the back. I saw your hands go up. Stand up. You know I'm talking to you. You know I'm talking to you. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Now look at me. When I was saying these things, you know something was happening on the inside of you. And you know I was talking to you. Don't waste another second. Don't waste another moment. If you did not pick your hands up and you did not stand up, I want to pray. I still want to pray with you. Pick your hand up right now. I give you another opportunity. Stand up, sir. God bless you. Stand up. God bless you. Anybody else? Anybody over there? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. And all of us should have come walking up the front across this room. Come now. Come now. Come leave your place. Come walking up the front. Come now. Wherever you are, come now quickly. Leave your place. Come walking up the front. I want to pray with you and for you. Come now wherever you are. Even those that people that God heals. If you're in the line, leave your line. Come over here and I want to pray with you and for you. Even if you're in the balcony, come leave your place. waste another second. Don't waste another moment. You know I'm talking to you. Come now. Give you another 
moment. Come quickly. Come now. Come now. You know I'm talking to you. I'm going to give you another moment to step forward here. Come, 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 come. Come now. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. Come on up. 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 Wherever you are. I don't have a problem waiting for you. Come. Anybody else? Anybody else? Don't wait another moment or another second. You don't even know if you have another moment. Keep coming. Keep coming wherever you are. Keep coming. Keep coming. He loves you. He calls you. Come now. Come now. Come on up, come on up, come on up. Don't worry about anybody else. What anybody else thinks, who cares what anybody thinks? Sometimes between you and your God. Doesn't matter. Anybody else? I'll give you one last, one last opportunity to step forward here right now. I want to pray with you and for you. Quickly. Quickly. God bless you. Anybody else? Quickly. Anybody else? Anybody else? Step forward here right now. Jesus calls you right now. Jesus calls you right now. Jesus calls you right now. He calls you. God bless you, man. I'm going to give you one more moment. I know there's still a few more people in to step forward here. Come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. You know I'm talking to you. You feel it. Anybody else? Step forward here. Now. Don't wait another second. Don't wait another moment. Leave your place. Come quickly. Wherever you are. Wherever you are, come now. 
Come now. Step forward right 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 now. God bless you. Anybody else? Step forward here right now. God bless you. Anybody else? Come now. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Now all those that are in the front, just lift both your hands up to Jesus. That's a sign of surrender. Church, set your hands toward these precious people. Say this prayer loudly with all your heart. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me for all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me now. Make me brand new. Let me never be the same from this very moment. I give you all that I am. My mind, my spirit, my soul, my body, everything that I am and everything that I have, it belongs to you. I boldly declare that I believe that Jesus Christ came down to the earth as a man, born to a virgin. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. He shed his blood. He was buried, but he did not remain buried. After three days, he rose again from the dead. And because he lives, I live also. Now in the name of Jesus, I declare my sins are forgiven. And I belong to Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap. The greatest miracle of them all. Now keep your hands up. Let me quickly pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over, over every foul spirit of sin, sickness, Satan, demons, curse, witchcraft, black magic, sorcery, enchantments, and every kind of family generational curse. And I break it off of their lives in the name of Jesus. Be thou set free. Every addiction and depression, suicidal tendency, come out. I send you into the fullness of the purpose of heaven. I commit you into the care of the Holy Ghost. Now in the name of Jesus, with the authority given to me by Christ Jesus, I declare your sins have been forgiven you, and you are making it to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard-Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.